Welcome to the Awaken to Empower podcast, the show for heart-centered entrepreneurs who wish to fully step into their power and make a bigger impact in this world. If you're ready to awaken to and embrace who you are and really step into your purpose so you too can manifest the business and the life that you desire, then you have come to the right place. I'm your host, Kay Sanders, Transformational Success Coach and Akashic Record Guide, here to support amazing entrepreneurs like you on their journey of awakening to who they are, of stepping into their power as they start living their life on purpose, of making the impact that they are here to make, and creating a successful and thriving business that is in complete alignment with who they are. Now allow me to be your guide that shines the light onto the path that is in front of you so you too can move forward empowered and confident as you make the difference that you are here to make. Now are you ready for that? Hey there, welcome back. Great to have you here. Now I got a question for you. I got to ask you something. Do you ever believe that money is the root of all evil? And I mean, isn't that what you have been taught all your life, that money is evil, that money is not, is hard to come by? Well, now in this episode today, I would like to talk to you a little bit more about why money is really not evil, but it's actually your beliefs around money that are really the real evil thing here, that's really sabotaging your success and also keeping you stuck from attracting all the financial success that you would like and also keeping you at that financial level that you're at right now. So let's say you want to up level in your business, but you haven't been able to. It's because of the things that I'm going to share with you in this episode today. It's really about those beliefs, those limiting beliefs, your story around money that's keeping you at that level. Now, also, I would like to share some tips with you, six tips on how you can really align yourself to being in the flow, to start allowing in the money and allowing also the flow of greater abundance because money is not evil. You know, there's plenty of money to go around and, you know, you may think that money may be evil. And I mean, that's what we've been taught, right? I mean, I know I've heard that so many times on TV and and even like the things that, are, that were being shown, like rich people are evil and those type of things, which really a lot makes us believe that more money is evil. But you see, really, money is not evil. And even if that's what's been really drilled down into our minds by, by society, by our parents or whatever you've seen on TV, like I just shared, in fact, money can actually be a source of all, of all sorts of good things once you really align yourself and start allowing in greater money with ease. So let's talk about like why do so many entrepreneurs struggle financially? And I mean, I've seen that really so much, which it really breaks my heart. And I mean, I've been there. And the funny thing is my guides want me to teach that part. I'm like, why me? I mean, I've been struggling financially for the longest time or I had struggled financially for the longest time. And I'm like, why should I teach that? Right. <laughs> it took me forever to figure this one out. But you see, we experience, we have to experience certain things because then this is what we are here to do. So, but let's go back to like, why are so many entrepreneurs really struggling? Or not just entrepreneurs, but people in general. It's really because we learn that money is evil, that making money is hard. They even have a really limiting relationship to money or a limiting story around money. I mean, just think back, like whenever you get a bill in the mail, how do you feel about that? There is so much going on and also, especially in the industry that we're in, like in the spiritual industry, the service industry, 
I hear a lot of people, they say, well, I can't charge for helping people. I can't charge for doing something I love. I mean, this is a, a gift that I was given and I need to share my gift with people. How can I charge for that? That's really one thing that I hear a lot which is really really limiting because if you think about it, i mean if you go into a doctor a doctor helps you too oh they're supposed to help you right but let's not go there but you go to a doctor because you want to be helped and doctors they get paid a whole lot of money right and they're not feeling that well i have this gift of helping people i can't charge for that so it's where we've learned so many different things about money that really keeps us entrepreneurs and just people in general really struggling i mean if you're looking around you see so many people that are in pottery or in just, you know, barely making it, you know, paycheck to paycheck. I remember when I was married, uh, my, my ex-husband, he was in the military. We lived literally paycheck to paycheck. The first and the 15th, we had money. A few days after that, it was like, hmm, when is payday again? So it's really not a healthy relationship to money. So, and that's really what, what shows up a lot in, with entrepreneurs is like, they don't always have a healthy relationship to money. And you may too, you may not. But I'm here to share with you that, you know, money doesn't have to be evil. And it really starts with, you know, the beliefs that you have about, about money that keeps you either in lack or in abundance. Because we all are given the same opportunities, the same possibilities of growing our business, of attracting clients. I mean, we have so much knowledge available to us, so many strategies and tools that you can tap into. But it's all about, are we using them? Are we not? How do we feel about them? And like I shared with the, in, a, in a previous, uh, in a different episode before, it, success is really not about what you do to become successful, but it's about you know how, how much you believe that you can become successful, how you feel about it, and all of those things. Like the internal, the internal stuff is really what determines your success. And it's the same thing with money. What you believe about money, it determines your level of financial success and ease as well. So let's talk about how does this really show up in your business. So let's say you're having limiting beliefs around money, limiting story, or just a negative relationship with money or not a prosperous relationship to money. Now, how does this show up in your business? Well, it shows up in the amount of clients that you have, the amount of money you're making with your business, how easy it is or not. Now, some of the beliefs many entrepreneurs really have is that, well, you know, making money, doing something you love is not possible, you know, or that you got to work really hard to make money or even, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. And there's so many different beliefs that entrepreneurs have or even, well, people wouldn't pay that much. The people that come to me, they don't have the money to invest in my work. But you see, there are a lot of coaches and healers out there that make a lot of money. They're charging ridiculous ridiculous amounts those six-figure earners or those the high ticket high ticket offers and whatnot people actually pay that kind of amount i've heard of people saying that they're spending sixty thousand dollars to work with a coach you, know, you may be thinking oh my god i can't could never invest that much it's all the belief set it's all beliefs right and yes you may not have the financial resource for that but you can it's possible because there are other people that have done that you see, the thing is like, if you have any limiting beliefs around money, around success and those type of things, it really affects your level of success. So if you don't really have that level of success that you want to have, you may want to look at, you know, what are your beliefs? 
let me tell you a little bit about like my own story of how this showed up in, in my life. When I first started out, I hired me a coach and she mentioned that how can you coach business if you're not even successful yet? So I took on this belief. I thought she was right. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm just starting out. I don't really have much experience. I haven't really worked with anyone for pay, like on a paid uh, agreement yet. I had one client who paid me $50 a month at that point or $50 a session, I believe. So very low. That was like when I first got out of coaching school and it kept showing up. So every time when I was, when I had a conversation with someone, I mean, I had a smile. I was really delivering a great conversation, but internally I was like, well, can I really help this person? I mean, that one coach said that, I mean, I'm not successful, so how can I really help someone? So I had all this internal stuff going on. Like my monkey mind was going crazy. It was really driving the show or driving my action, my reaction, and actually more so on an energetic level. Because the thing is, when you talk to someone and you have doubts, people can feel that. They feel your energy they 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 notice when you're unsure when you have doubt and that's how it was with me i had a lot of doubt i had a lot of fears i had a lot of fear on asking for the money and that's another thing that shows up a lot with entrepreneurs they're feeling very uncomfortable having a money discussion i mean let's face it when you're in business and you want clients you've got to have that kind of conversation uh, you rarely you have people coming to you like okay I'm ready to get started how do I how do I buy I mean I've had it before where people just went through my website and purchased a reading but when it comes to the coaching people don't just buy coaching they don't they don't just go on your website and sign up as a coaching client I mean for one you don't want to have those fees on your website anyways but you know people don't buy coaching they buy the transformation and the thing is you've got to have a conversation with people you've got to tell them you know how you can help them and that you can help them in even if you're not in coaching let's say you're in healing same thing you've got to have that conversation about the money and a lot of people feel really uncomfortable about that and i was there too i remember i used to rush through talking about the money like rushing through what i was saying so very uncomfortable and the funny thing is you know when you have a powerful conversation and then all of a sudden you're starting to talk very fast and stumbling over your words and feeling very unsure people can pick up on that you just on an energetic level and i mean they're not they're not stupid right they're noticing when you're feeling uncomfortable i mean i'm pretty sure you realize when you're talking to someone and you can pick up when they're not feeling very sure about themselves or very insecure or whatnot and it's the same thing when you have a conversation so that's really how it shows up in your business when you're feeling uncomfortable about asking for the money talking about the money or you know even your self-worth that's a big one as well if you don't feel deserving of making that kind of income so let's say your services are a thousand dollars a month and you're not feeling comfortable about them like i don't know if i can really deliver on that you may say okay i charge a thousand dollars a month you may feel comfortable asking about that but if you have doubt around that you're not going to sell that so it really goes back to your belief. So let's kind of talk about those six tips on how you can really align yourself to money and start allowing money to flow in greater abundance and with ease where you feel actually comfortable asking for the money as well. So the first thing you want to do is tune into the energy of money. Like imagine yourself having a bill, a bill or a couple of bills in your hand and just kind of tune into that energy. Like what does that feel like? And also imagine yourself paying the bills or wanting to purchase something or whatnot. Tune into that. 
notice your thoughts, any fears are coming up, beliefs, memories, emotions, whatever is coming up as you're tuning into the energy of money. Maybe even tune into like the vision of you making a whole lot of money and tune into that as well. Can you, do you really believe that you can make this? And then write everything down, write all of it down, whatever comes up for you, write it down. And then you want to go into step number two is go down the memory lane. That's one exercise I love to do with my clients where I have them basically look over their entire life, like start out with when you're first born, then, you, you know, when you're one, two, three, and, you know, go up, you know, however old you are right now for each year, think about what do you remember about money? What did you learn about money? What experience did you have about money? What did you see on TV? Let's say you watched a TV show and there, there was this one rich person in there that was really evil, right? Think about all these things. Whatever memories come up, they still have a hold a negative charge. So you want to write them down because they are really what's affecting your income, your level of success, the ease of how to make money right now. Now, let me share with you a story. Like I actually just discovered that like two years ago when I was doing my inner work about money and it kind of hit me because I totally had forgotten about that. And I had done money work, like inner work before, but it was about my uncle. So when I was a kid, we used to go to my, he was actually my favorite uncle. And we used to go visit him, you know, once a month or so, just to kind of like, you know, hang out, have coffee, just have some cake, you know. So we used to go down there and I was like, I think three, four years old or whatnot. And I remember my uncle, he was, he was, he was upper class. He was a business owner as well. So he was very, very busy, always working. And whenever we went down there to, to visit them, he was always in his office working and he only came upstairs, just like have some coffee, have some cake, talk a little bit. But then he went back downstairs in his office to work. And that was on a Sunday usually. So we were left with my, with my aunt. Now she, on the other hand, was very snobby. Like she was really worrying my uncle's success because she was just a housewife but she was really looking down on us always feeling like she was like upper class because you know they were making more money so they were really like she was really wearing that and showing that so me as a little kid i learned two things that making good money having that kind of lifestyle takes a lot of time a lot of effort you're not going to be spending a lot of time with your family so it's really hard work to to make that kind of lifestyle and two, I learned that rich people are evil or they're snobby because my aunt, she was very like always looking down on us, always like pretending like, oh, I'm better than you guys and those type of things. So that's the two things that I learned as a kid. Well, guess what? That's what was showing up in my business because I always like, and the funny thing is I was actually working really, really hard to grow my business first when I was still working and then when I quit my job, but I was working like, you know, 24 seven almost but I wasn't really making that money. So I was this whole like, well, I don't want to be evil. I don't want to become snobby when I make a lot of money. And of course there were some other things, but you see the things that I learned as a kid really affected my success, you know, now as I was growing my business. So you too may have experienced certain things when you were growing up, because when you're born, you're like a clean slate. You don't know nothing about money, about how hard it is, how easy it is or whatnot. Because if you're thinking about those kids that are growing up in a wealthy family, they're not, they're not thinking that making money is hard because money is there in abundance. But when you grow up in a not so fortunate family and, you know, money's a little tight, you're growing up with that kind of belief so that making money is hard. So you really want to think about like, what did you learn growing up? 
And then step number three is you want to evaluate your relationship to money now. So going back to like, you know, how do you feel about when you pay your bills? When you get a bill in the mail, are you like, oh, another bill? I'm going to put that aside. I'll worry about that later. Or do you feel, oh my God, I'm so grateful I have money in the bank so I can pay this bill on time and still have money left over. Or even if you want to buy something, maybe something, make an investment in working with a coach. Do you say, okay, this is a great investment. Maybe it's not in my budget right now, but this is a great investment. I'm more than willing to inv uh, to make this investment. Or do you say, I can't afford this. I don't have the money for this. This is too expensive. You see the difference in vibration when you say, it's not in my budget right now. I'm going to you know, attract this money to come to me. I'm ready to invest or something like that. Or saying something, well, I don't have the money for it. When you say, oh, this is too expensive, it's like it's like you're drawing a line, like this is it, there's no possibilities there. So you want to think about what is your current relationship to money? How do you feel about money? And how do you react to money? How do you react to when you want to buy something? Do you always look for the, the cheapest things? Or do you just not worry about the money at all? So, you know, your the relationship that you have is very, very important. And it also goes back to how do you feel about asking for the money? Because if you have a really good relationship to money, you love money. You feel good about money. But if you have a negative relationship with money, it's like a bad marriage, right? So you want to evaluate that too. And then we're going to step number four. You want to release and let go of whatever is not serving you anymore. So I want, I want to sh share with you a really powerful way of how you can release and let go of your limiting beliefs and any negative energy around you, around money, and really start releasing that on a, on a cellular level. Yep. You may have heard about this before. It's called the Ho'oponopono prayer. It's like a Hawaiian mantra to really wipe the, wipe the slate clean. Now it goes like that. And what you want to do is you can do this in meditation or just kind of close your eyes, maybe put your hands around your heart or on your heart and tune into whatever you wrote down. So let's say you can use one thing like, you know, you really feel like, for example, using my the story about my uncle, I can tune into that story and then I would repeat the mantra, which goes, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And you just repeat this mantra over and over and over again until you feel that release. And you can do this for every single thing that you wrote down. And then step number one about tuning into the energy of money. And also step number two about going down the memory lane. Tune in for each one and do this whole Pono Pono mantra. You may do this over a couple of days. I'm not saying do this all at once. I mean, this is like a process that can take some time, right? But you can do this whole Pono Pono mantra like over and over again. Even if you're having a bad day, even if something happens or whatnot, and you really just want to shift your vibration, you can repeat this whole Pono Pono mantra. Like I said, it's I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. It's just those four lines and very very powerful that's how you can start releasing and letting go so that's one way of doing that and then step number five is you want to decide what do you want instead and really write an empowering money story because you get to decide what you want to experience right whatever you're experiencing right now you chose that at one point or another you chose these because you believe those beliefs that you're having that caused you to experience what you're experiencing right now so it's like a vicious kind of cycle but you have a choice to say, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to believe this anymore. Yes, in the past, I believed that making money is hard, getting clients is hard, but I don't want to believe this no more. Instead, I believe that 
the money is on its way. I just haven't allowed it yet. I haven't aligned myself yet. It's not in my budget right now, but it will be. When the time is right, I will be able to make this investment. It's such a different energy when you, when you say things like that because it opens the doors to possibilities. When you say, I don't have the money, you're closing the door. You're like, okay, I don't have the money. That's it. You know, I'm done. You know, I can't afford this. I can't do this. Nope. You know, and can't is really limiting anyways. But if you say, I'm open to the possibilities, the money will show up. If this is meant to be, the money will show up. I'm open to all sources of financial abundance. So much more powerful. So you get to decide what you want to experience. So it starts with writing an empowering money story. And then it brings me to the last step, step number six. You want to manage your monkey mind. So you know, doing this daily practice of watching your thoughts and course correcting, repeating the whole Pono, Pono mantra whenever you're feeling and you're going into lack, you're having doubt or whatnot. I also have created a previous episode where I talked about thinking yourself successful. You can listen to that and get some tips on how to really do that because your thoughts are really powerful. The things that you say are so powerful because your words create. So whatever you're thinking, you want to course correct whenever it's negative. Like I said, you can decide, do I want to say, I don't have the money for this? Or do I want to change my, my words saying, I'm open to all sorts of abundance. The money will show up. If this is meant to be, it will happen. It's just you get to decide. And then you may also want to uh, explore some other tools that can help you release your money blocks, your limiting beliefs, any ties from the past or whatnot. And I, I share a couple with you that I have experienced my, with myself that I'm using myself. And like my, my all-time favorites is the Akashic Records and Light Language. That's the two things that I have been using for the last year or so. Well, Light Language just kind of started this year. But with the Akashic Records, I can tune in to find out what's really holding me back. What are my limiting beliefs? And then I use Light Language to really release that on a cellular level, on a DNA level to really activate my DNA and, you know, cut the cords on a really deep level. Now, that's my two all-time favorites. Now, there are other ones from EFT, it's emotional freedom technique, to hypnosis, energy healing, affirmation, shamanic work. I mean, you name it, right? There are so many different things that can help you shift your vibration, manage your energy, manage your monkey mind. Now, another good thing is uh, meditation because you're then really staying in the in the moment. You're You're tuning out your monkey mind. I like to tell my monkey mind to, you know, take a time out when I meditate. It doesn't always work, but that's a great way as well because you want to, the more you can stay in the moment, the easier it will be for you to catch whenever you're trying to go down the rabbit hole, okay? But the, what the point I'm trying to make here is find a tool or tools that work for you. So for me, it's the Kashuk Records and Light Language. I mean, I'm certified in EFT, but I haven't used it in a while mainly because I found something that works even better for me. But you want to find whatever works for you, but you want to do it as a daily practice because you become successful by changing who you are right now from within. You can do all the things you want but outside of you, but it's not going to get you the results if internally you're not in alignment with money, if you're having blocks around money, if you're not feeling good about money, if you're not having a good relationship with money, and so many more things, but it's all an internal level. If you don't see yourself as an abundant person, you're not going to be an abundant person. If you don't see yourself or believe yourself to become, you know, wealthy or, you know, financially successful, then you're not. So it's really an internal process. Now, I also would like to share a quick a tool with you 
that I have put together. It's called the Money Blocks Buster Formula. I put the link below so you can download that. It's a four-step formula that will help you uncover and release your money blocks. So I share like different different tips as well on how to do that. I really walk you through how to uncover your money uh, money blocks and those type of things. So link is below. Feel free to download it so you can start working on that. But I just want you to know is that your beliefs can be changed. But first, you really must uncover what are those hidden and sometimes also obvious money blocks and limiting beliefs? You're really the stories that you're stuck in. It's often those stories that we're that we're holding on to that are really determining our success. So, but the good thing is it can be changed. You want to realize that it doesn't have to be that way because they're just stories and you have the power to change them and let go. Is it easy? Probably not. I kept telling my coach back then, I'm like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what I'm thinking. How can I pay attention to what I'm thinking or what I'm saying? And how can I do this? I mean, this is really the one thing that drove me crazy at times because I'm like, I don't know what I'm thinking. I don't know what my monkey mind is doing. It's because I wasn't paying attention. So the more attention you can pay to your reaction to money, how you feel about it, and really start working through that, working through your limitations and your, your beliefs, your blocks or whatnot, the easier it will, it will get. So one thing I really want you to remember is that money is not evil. It can be the source of all good things and that you can create with it. Like you may want to change your thinking around that the more money you make only means that you've helped a lot of people, that you've made a bigger impact. And then you can reinvest into your business. You can create programs. You can hire a coach. You can invest in different marketing strategies. You can create events, whatever it is, because ultimately, when you grow your business by reinvesting into your business, by all that extra money that you were getting through your business, it only means that you're reaching and helping a whole lot more people making a much, 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 much bigger impact. So one thing that helped me was really shifting my mindset or my thinking around that making money only equals that I've helped a lot of people and the more money I make, the more money I can help, okay? So please remember, money is not the evil part here. It's your beliefs that are really the evil thing here because your beliefs is really what's keeping you stuck, what's keeping you in lack, what's keeping you self-sabotaging yourself. But you have the power to change your thoughts and you have the power to let go of the limitations that are really keeping you from attracting money and keeping money at arm's length and even further out, further out of your reach that it seems so impossible that you can make a whole lot of money with your business. So you have the power to change that around. You have the power to let go of that. Okay. So I hope this was helpful. Like I mentioned, you know, I have a resource for you that I would link below in the description. Feel free to download the Money Blocks Buster Formula so you can start working on your limiting beliefs and start, you know, really start attracting more money, abundance, success, and whatever else that you want into your life and, you know, create a bigger impact in your business. Okay. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this was helpful. If you found it helpful, feel free to share it. Let someone else know that may be struggling financially. But I'm super grateful that you're here, that you're tuning in. And uh, you will hear again from me in the next episode. Until then, make it an amazingly abundant and successful day. Namaste. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Now, if you enjoyed what you've heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and also hit that subscribe button. 
Now, if you would like extra motivation, guidance, or support to help you step into your power and manifest the amazing business and life that your heart desires, or if you would like more information about this podcast, then visit me at ksanders.com and feel free to connect with me also on LinkedIn, Facebook, or even Instagram. Now, I appreciate you so much for being here, and I will see you in the next episode. Until then, have an amazingly abundant and successful day.